It is time for us to head to the United States. Chris Danielson is the PR Director for the National Federation of the Blind and he joins us for our monthly catch-up, looking at a couple of big stories affecting blind and partially sighted people over there in the States. And uh, Chris, great to have you with us. Great to be here, as always. Now, we're, we're talking technology today, actually. So we have a, a bit of a work in progress and some some good assistive technology news as well to talk about. Absolutely. So uh, which, do you, which do you want first? Let, let, <laughs> let's go with the work in progress. Okay, so the work in progress. We've talked about kiosks before and the fact that there are all kinds of different kiosks being set up throughout the world to allow people to do various things. A lot of things we do on our phones now, but nonetheless, uh, some people don't have a smartphone, don't want a smartphone, or maybe there are other reasons to have a specific kiosk to do something. For example, we talked about the healthcare kiosks mm. that can take your weight and your blood pressure and do all of these different things that allow you to monitor your health. So we have filed suit in New York City because New York City is installing some new kiosks. And what these kiosks are specifically for is to replace the thousands of pay phones that used to exist in New York City. There were literally, I think, 7,500 pay phones throughout New York City. These are your old-fashioned phone boxes where you insert uh, coins in America, or I've seen ones that where you can insert cards and you can make phone calls. And obviously, there's not as much of a need for those as there used to be because people have cell phones, even if they don't have smartphones. But the city wanted to install kiosks to allow people to have a replacement for the pay phones. So you can make calls with these kiosks. And particularly importantly, you can make a what we call in the States a 911 call. That's an emergency call if necessary, so that you can alert the police or the fire department or other emergency services of your needs. Well, these kiosks are touchscreen kiosks, and they are not accessible to blind people. Not even the emergency call button is accessible to blind people. Ironically, there is a headphone jack on the kiosks that have been manufactured, but as of now, it doesn't do anything. If you plug in your headphones, unlike when you plug them into an accessible ATM or some other device that actually has audio support, nothing happens with these kiosks currently. And because they're touchscreen, a blind person cannot do anything with them. And these are public kiosks that would be covered by the public service that would be covered by the Americans with Disabilities Act. So we are taking action in New York City to make sure that these kiosks become accessible. I should say ask, but we had already asked and were not given satisfactory answers. So we have filed suit. Strangely, after we filed suit, the company that makes them said they are working on this issue. But of course, the question is why they rolled the devices out in the first place when they were inaccessible. And that's something that we've really emphasized in the National Federation of the Blind and that other advocates have emphasized throughout the world. Accessibility can't simply be an afterthought. It needs to be built into 
services and devices when they are rolled out. Otherwise, you're excluding a segment of the population. And, you know, there may be blind people that don't know these things are inaccessible, that may be counting on the ability to access them now that they're being rolled out and can't actually use them, even in an emergency. And it's just absolutely an unacceptable situation. It is curious. Uh, not, not curious anymore. It is really starting at kind of unbelievable, Chris, that assistive technology, if you like, or accessibility isn't really there at the design stage from the very beginning. It's almost as if we'll just do it, we'll roll it out as normal, and um, if people want them changed, then we'll kind of look at that as well, as opposed to just being inclusive from the word go, which would probably be cheaper in the long run for the manufacturer and running of these products. Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, not all of these devices have been installed yet, but for the ones that have already been installed, they're going to have to now be retrofitted. And the manufacturer now has to worry about putting new software on them that will incorporate accessibility features. Whereas if that had been done in the first place, then they would already be ready for service. There would be no need to potentially put them out of service again so that the updates can be made. So it's really an inconvenience all around for everybody who wants to use these services. And it's frustrating that accessibility is no longer a new issue. It's widely known that things need to be accessible. Countries around the world have laws about it and and regulations about it. It's inexcusable. And and even just from a moral standpoint, it's inexcusable at this point, really. Okay, so a bit of a work in progress. We'll continue to follow this one, Chris. We are staying on the technology theme and uh, some good news this time. Absolutely. We recently made an announcement with Humanware. Humanware, of course, is a big assistive technology manufacturer, and their latest product is the Braille Note Touch, which is an Android-enabled Braille Note with a touch screen that can both run the proprietary Keysoft apps that Humanware has, so you can use it as a note taker as you normally would, although you may be using a, a touch screen instead of the keyboard, depending on your choice. But also, the device has a camera. It has an eight megapixel camera, And because of that, one of the apps that it can run is KNFB Reader. And this is, of course, the app that allows a blind person to take a picture of text and then have the text read back. Well, we have made an announcement with Humanware that as of around September of this year, the the Android version of KNFB Reader will be included on the BrailleNote Touch. And for those who already have the BrailleNote Touch, they will be able to download a free update that has KNFB Reader. And what that means is that you will be able to take a picture of a piece of text a piece of print, as one of our KNFB reader officials calls it, an unidentified print object, (laughs) and have that object immediately rendered in Braille, because, of course, the Braille note touches a Braille device. You'll have the option for speech as well, I believe. You'll immediately have access to the document in Braille. You won't be taking the picture with your phone and then connecting your phone to your device so that you can read it in Braille. You'll instantly have access in Braille. So we're very excited about that. And I'm sure that plenty of Braille Note Touch users will find that very useful. 
Absolutely, and a free update, as you say, for those uh, with the device already. Some great news there, Chris. I'm almost out of time, so if people would like to find out uh, anything about the NFB, the topics we've been discussing, or other services they may be able to access, Chris, how do they do that? Well, the easiest way is to visit our website, www.nfb.org. We are also on Facebook. Just search for National Federation of the Blind. We're on Twitter, at NFB underscore voice. We have a YouTube channel that is called Nations Blind. We also have our new Nations Blind podcast that people can subscribe to on iTunes or on other services. And if you prefer what is at this point the good old-fashioned solution of email, you can just email us with any questions. The email address is very simple, nfb at nfb.org. So absolutely no excuse for anyone not being able to get in touch with you, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) I would hope not. (laughs) Great stuff, Chris. We'll look forward to catching up again next month for the latest news from the National Federation of the Blind. In the meantime, thank you for speaking with us on RNIB Connect Radio. Thank you again for having us, Alan. Always a pleasure.